presented the State of the Nation address last Thursday and chaos unfolded. Uh, there's been a dinner, taxi conference, conversations across the country and everybody is talking about the developments in Parliament. And we've heard from just about everybody. We're going back to young people. We want to hear what their thoughts are on the current situation and particularly as it pertains to the State of the Nation address as well as the debate and the President's response to it. And joining us in studio is youth activist uh, Simamkele Tlakavu, also Mail and Guardian Top 200 Young South Africans candidate uh, Kusela Sangoni. And on the line, we are joined by attorney and global strategist Abdullah Verachia. Thanks to all of you for availing yourselves this morning. I'm going to start with you, Simamkele. Did uh, the president's uh, response yesterday to the State of the Nation address, uh, debate rather, meet your expectations? Um, it did not meet my expectations, uh, but I was quite impressed with how the president handled the response. He was very tactical. Uh, he didn't um, attack. Uh, he he seemed to have listened to some of the opposition party's uh, feedback statements. Um, and how he responded to that was very tactful. Um, I was very unimpressed by how uh, uninclusive um, the idea of radical transformation was and how uh, the president described it. Um, as the Sonka Janda Justice um, um, movement has said that it was lacking, um, he did not mention anything about gender uh, emancipation. Uh, he did not mention uh, the fact that, you know, millions of women in South Africa are raped and abused. Uh, he did not mention that we have less than 10% uh, um, conviction rate of those abuses. So I wish that he could have been inclusive uh, in terms of gender, in terms of disability, um, in in his explanation of radical economic transformation. Kusela? Um, thank you very much, Sakina. Uh, good morning to you and your listeners. Um, I think the first thing that we need to uh, remember is that yesterday the president was responding to the debate. When he had spoken initially at the State of the Nation address, he would have addressed a lot of the issues that the previous speaker has just spoken of. As far as his response was yesterday, I believe that it was substantive, it was comprehensive, and it was statements-like. Uh, the president spoke not only to the opposition, but to South Africans in general. He spoke about the issues that divide us, you know, the issues of the widening uh, uh, racial divide. He spoke about the energy challenge that we are facing as a country. But more importantly, he also spoke about the things that should be uniting us in the quest of nation building. And amongst these, I would want to mention things like the nine-point plan, which is looking at accelerating economic growth, job creation. He would have spoken about what role all of us as South Africans need to be playing in that quest to ensure that we build a cohesive mm. society. Abdullah? With the, with the previous speakers, I think the important thing is, uh, and I often say this, is we've really changed the narrative in terms of how we understand Parliament, and it's quite concerning. I think the last eight months in terms of where Parliament is has really been uh, a reflection of the tension that's prevalent in society. Uh, and the concern I have, and it's, uh, I mean, obviously it's commendable to SAFM that we have this from a vantage and from a lens of, of youth and the youth voice in South Africa, because often we discount that voice. Uh, 51.5% of South Africans are under the age of 25 uh, and 53% of that population is unemployed. Uh, and so the vexing question in South Africa is the triple challenges of poverty, unemployment, and income inequality. And at the heart of that is youth. Uh, and for me, really, uh, you know, what's disheartening for me is that we cannot continue for the next three, four, five years of parliamentary sessions with the current government 
where, where Parliament becomes Comedy Central. That's unacceptable. We've got to go and change the narrative in terms of where the discussion of Parliament is because Parliament is a fundamental institution in, in terms of our democracy. Uh, and so for me, I think and the hope is that the response from the President yesterday sets a new course in terms of how we engage and how we debate in Parliament. And when you unpack parts of the nine-point plan, uh, there's a significant amount in terms of where we as South Africans can play a much more active contributory role in terms of participation in the economy. But my concern is that it was clouded by side acts that really deviated from what we need to do in terms of this economy. Uh, and we faced with a number of difficult challenges. Uh, our Commission of Police, Ria Piecha, uh, stood up last year and said that in one year we've had more than 2,000 violent service delivery protests. It's a reflection of this disparity that mm-hmm. I talk about. And we've got to do something about that, uh, not only as government, but as society. Now, as young people, what would you, if, if, if you had to set the agenda, what would be your number one priority, uh, Simamkele? As mentioned before, it would be inclusive economic uh, participation. Um, You know, uh, President um, rightfully uh, mentioned that um, we experience racial inequalities. Um, um, White households earn six times more than black households. But in his inequality, uh, in his addressing of inequality, he's he's not intersectional. So he fails to mention the fact that he's trying to build uh, black industrialists. But what has been the place of black industrialists post-apartheid South Africa? It's been black. It's been a black man. So we need to um, have an inclusive um, journey towards economic Mm. emancipation. That includes young people. That includes women. That includes people with disabilities. Uh, Kusela, for you, what would be your number one priority? Um, <clears throat> let's let's appreciate what the president did speak about. I think that uh, education being reaffirmed as an apex priority is key in order to ensure that young people do begin to participate in the economy. He spoke about, again, dismantling the structure of the apartheid economy, bringing a lot more people uh, in, into the mainstream. He also spoke about ensuring that we broaden access to things like your community education uh, and, and, and training mm-hmm. uh, colleges. But as a young person, if you had to put one item on the very top, what would you put there? It would definitely be job creation and the promotion of entrepreneurial activity. We have seen uh, uh, strides being made, for example, the support of small businesses, mm. the uh, set-asides in government procurement to sh- ensure that uh, businesses owned by young people are able to participate better. Abdullah? So, I mean, I'd, I'd concur, but I think there's two important things, and it's coincidentally you were talking with MEC Sufi before this year, because I think uh, education should sit at the heart in terms of where the focus should be, uh, and really this issue of utilization of uh, information technology to be able to bridge the divide in terms of education will be a fundamental. But the second one, and, and the previous speaker spoke to it, is this issue of entrepreneurship. Uh, there's no other economy in the world, uh, except perhaps South Korea, with our GDP, with our size of population, that's managed to create the number of uh, multinationals and large companies that we have. But in the last 10 years, we haven't been able to create that type of medium to large size companies. And so we talk about entrepreneurship. But if we look at the global entrepreneurship monitor and you look at total entrepreneurial activity uh, in South Africa in comparison to Africa, we rank the lowest in terms of total entrepreneurial activity. Uh, the desire for entrepreneurship is extremely low. It's lowest in Africa, according, according to the monitor. Mm. And that's concerning because if we want to create an environment that's conducive for entrepreneurship, uh, we must allow for them to be able to operate within uh, the South African economy. And that was our panel of young South African leaders, Mamkele Tlakavu, Kusela Sangoni and Abdullah Verachia, talking to us about their views on the state of the nation. Well, 
I see your comments coming in thick and fast. Appreciate them. Keep them coming. 3-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4-4